Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 33 of the Next Generation of Superstars. We're very grateful and fortunate to have Gabe Judy here, who is originally from Austin, Texas, and he's playing defensive back at the University of Tennessee. So thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So tell us a little bit about, um, you know, how you really found your passion, you know, and love for the the sport of football. Um, And essentially just started with, so like, Austin's home and such, but I was originally born in New York City, and so I moved to Texas when I was four years old. And my stepdad just pretty much said, "Like this is kind of this is kind of what happens down here. Like this is what like everybody does. So you should just get like used to it." And just from then on out, I just love playing the game, and especially like like high school football games in Texas. Like grow, going to those growing up, like those are like some small college places in the United States of America. So like, it's just an electric environment. So like, it's hard not to fall in love with it when you're a little kid. 100%. No, it's awesome. And what was more of just that culture? You know, I'm sure just because being from Texas, you know, it was a huge football culture. But like, what about the support that you saw, not only from your family, but from like friends and fans, you know, as you kind of to take things seriously, you know, going into high school? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, of course, my, my family is there every step of the way. And then like our community was just essentially football community in general. So like it, there usually wasn't a kid that was my age that wasn't playing football. So it was just kind of easy to, you know, immerse yourself in that. And then of course, um, you know, different people choose different paths and everything like that. But since we all grew up together playing the same sport, we all are just always supportive of each other. Yeah. No, I love it, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what about, what have been some of the most you know prominent skills or lessons that you've learned you know in your career so far you know just playing the sport? Um, I'd say that you know confidence is a big thing because at the end of the day you're gonna have days that are just not good ones. Like I've I've you know this is now my third college football team. I've had success everywhere I've gone, but like there are days where they just weren't good, but you understand that like you just have to be confident in what got you to that point in time. So I'd say like that's this is a big thing that I've learned, especially as I've gotten older, because when you're younger, you like, of course, you get recruited somewhere to go play and you're like, why am I not, you know, the guy? Why am I not this or why am I having these types of days? But slowly, the more reps and more things that you take, you you gain that confidence. And then at the end of the day, I think this it falls along the lines of confidence, but just take everything a day at a time. Like right. it's not all going to come to you in one day. It's not all going to come to you in, in one play. So like take it literally one play at a time when it comes to practice or the game, because one bad play or one good play, you have to kind of say even keel, because if you get too high, even on a good play, then you're just going to lose your fundamentals and your techniques because you're too excited about what's going on. So that was just two things that I've really taken from the situation and have fun. At the end of the day, have fun doing what you're doing because what we do is a grind. Like as much as some people want to say it's not a job, like we get our school paid for, or you know, now NIL and such, like we still go out there and the 40 hour work week is a myth. Like we we are there, I'd say a good 10, 12 hours a day doing as much as we can to be able to get prepared for the next season and be better than the, you know, even the person right next to you, which is like crazy thing to say, but you know at the end of the day, that's what you're going to do to be able to get to the next level. hundred percent. No, and you guys are really, you know, pouring your blood, sweat and tears, just your, all your all every single day 
Um, I, I think a big thing is, you know, being a student athlete, there's always going to be setbacks and failures you experience. What's been something that's really helped you um, as an individual kind of persevere, you know, through all those failures and setbacks to, to keep pushing? Um, I, in all honesty, it's just how much I, I love playing football. Like I'm not like the biggest person being like, Oh, football is my life. Like football is my life. But like, essentially, like I know it is at the end of the day. So, and I've done it for so long that it, I just know that there's going to be a setback in either school or football, but those are two things I've been doing since I've been, yeah, I could walk. Right. So I know at the end of the day, I'll get past those types of things. And, you know, having a good support system at the end of the day to be able to lean on also also helps because, yeah. you know, they know who I am and I'm, I'm hard on myself regardless of the result, you know, win, lose or draw. But they just remind me that, you know, you're here for a reason. So just keep chugging along. 100%. 100%. Has there been any, um, you know, memorable career moments or anything you look back on, you're just grateful to have experienced, you know, in, in the sport so far? Yeah. Um, I'd say there's a couple, especially this past year. So I, I'm, I transferred from Vanderbilt to BYU. I'd graduated from Vanderbilt. So I thought it was just a time to take a next step, explore somewhere new. Um, and we got to go to a bowl game. I had never gone to a bowl game before. And just like the, just getting to play football for an extra month, first of all, was like pretty cool, even though it's monotonous. And sometimes you're like, dang, like I'd love to be home hanging out with my family on Thanksgiving or on, or yeah. we got to be home for Christmas. But some people didn't get to go home for Christmas, right? But um, getting to win that bowl game, travel somewhere else and like play a team that you probably aren't going to see for, for a long time. It was just really exciting. And then I'd say, of course, my first interception was well, a really big moment and the irony behind this situation is that my first interception is was worse than the team that I now play for so um it, it was pretty funny to that aspect and then of course you know my first ever game that I played significant minutes I didn't start but like I played a lot was back home in Texas during COVID uh, we played at Texas A&M and it was just like super cool to have it was COVID and I still had about 35 people that like came to support me so it was a good time and I just really cherish that moment because it was big we didn't win but it felt like I won at the end of the day because I had all those people there to hang out with me that's awesome that's awesome man and uh and that bowl game was when you were at BYU last year and to be able to experience that and what was kind of like that environment you know walking into the just the stadium and seeing all those fans and people you know cheering you on um what was that just how did you kind of embrace that whole atmosphere and environment during that yeah it's funny. So we were in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So I'm not going to say it was like somewhere like freaking wild, but I will say like, it was cool to see for those that may not know, like BYU's fan base is like one of the biggest, I wouldn't even say country. I'd say in the world because, you know, church of Latter-day Saints. So it just was cool to see them travel, like regardless of wherever we went. So it was like pretty exciting to see them there. And it was cold, like bitter cold because it'd be like pretty, I wouldn't say warm during the day. It was also December, but when I got there at night, like it was bone chilling cold the whole time we were there. And for them to sit, hang out with us and watch the game and it, the game went to the absolute last play. Like when I say last play, like we stopped them on a two point conversion with three seconds on the clock. We won 23, 24. So like, it's not like you kind of get up out of your seat. So, I mean, I, I respect it a lot. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. That's something you'll just cherish forever, right? Especially with those teammates. And I know now you're at Tennessee, but just to be able to experience that camaraderie, you know, with that team um, and, and go and have that whole environment with the bowl game and win that um, is, is incredible, man. And I think another thing that, you know, just being a student athlete, um, you, you guys put yourself through so much, both mentally and physically. How do you really focus on you know, your mental health and physical health, just being a student athlete, you know, balancing you know, everything out from academics to your sport to social life and, and everything else in between? Yeah. Um, I'll say like one, I have to give a big shout out to my mom because like she made sure like school was like done, like that, that I would, did my best in school. So when I got to college, it was never for me, like the balancing aspect of school and football. Cause I was like, Oh, it doesn't matter that I own scholarship. If I don't do good in school, I won't be playing football because my mom said so <laughs> at the end of the day, but it was more or less the aspect of just the balance in your, your mental when you're, playing football like if you're having bad days because there's a stretch like you know when you're a freshman and you know some people are more fortunate than others to get to play and like I got to play in my four and I redshirted and um you know I still wasn't all that happy that like I didn't play a lot more now I'm more fortunate because I'm able to play a lot more on my on the back end of my career which is a lot better but just being able to like have the people that I could talk to, like for them to, you know, not, not just your family, but like your mentors be like, Hey, like we know how you got here and what's the reasoning for they, they have a plan for you. So you just have to be able to work. And if it's not working right now, that means you might have to work harder. And, you know, those types of things though, it sounds like more challenging, but getting a plan, like having to work harder makes, you know, the mental stress uh, alleviate a little bit because when it's like oh I don't know what's going on I don't understand what's happening you just kind of sit there and you're like well nothing's going right I don't know what I can do to make this better but having those people that can just you know look at the situation wholeheartedly and be like you need to improve for you to be able to reach wherever you want it's good and having those people also for you them to be like stop being so hard on yourself because I right. feel like where the most mental toll for me in my career has been like the days where I don't have a good one, it can affect like the rest of my week. But I can't remember who told me this, but they essentially said like, if you stack one bad play on top of each other, it's going to cultivate into a whole series of bad events. So why not try to stack good plays on top of good plays? Flush the bad plays. Like, 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 just like you flush your toilet, like you wouldn't just leave that bad stuff in your toilet. Somebody told me, he's like, so you flush it. Right. And so you go about your day. So it was something that like I use now when I talk to the younger guys, I was like, yeah, it was a bad play. Yeah, we're going to see it in film. I get ripped in film, but it already happened. So got to keep pushing after it. 100%. No, I love that. I love that. I think that's so important. It kind of keeps you grounded, right? To stay present, stay humble and know that, you know, one bad play isn't going to define you as a player and you can keep pushing to, to get better um, and, and focusing on the present moment. Uh, what would you say has been just the best overall part about just being a student athlete right now? okay it's it's very different because of the three places that i've been at like uh this is gonna sound funny but like the best overall part of being a student athlete like when i went to vanderbilt was like knowing like i got to play the highest level of football in the sec while also getting a top 10 degree in the united states of america like that knowing that made me like be okay with sleeping at night and knowing like, yeah, we might not like won as many games, but at the end of the day, like I know this piece of paper that I'm going to walk out of here with is millions of dollars. And it's in itself while I got to 
create amazing bonds with the people there and also play the game that I love. Um, but I think where it coincides like Tennessee and BYU is like the fan base, you don't get much better than those two places. Um, you know, at BYU that, I mean, they're just super nice. Like you might've heard stories. They give like goodie bags to the other team after they lose or win. It doesn't matter. Or they'll like tweet about how nice another's, fan section was and such so it was just super cool to have that like environment and here at tennessee i mean i take football seriously here um but also there's just a whole lot of people so you have a bigger community that you can reach out to to be able to help out and such and so like right now i'm working with a couple of different charities and such to be able to help out i'm actually going to go work at camp for young kids like a couple hours away in tennessee but that's where it shows like tennessee's reach is so big because I'm going to go five hours away in Tennessee, but it's essentially because they knew I played football for the Tennessee volunteers. Yep. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of, you know, the youth and younger people looking up to you as a role model. And I think it's just, you know, you're seeing so many different perspectives at those three schools, universities. Um, but, but I think another big thing I want to tie into is that I think we touched a little earlier with just NIL, right. And that was when that got legitimized in the summer of 2021, what was your reaction when you see that you can actually build your own brand and take advantage of, of connecting with different brands and companies, um, but really having more control on, on how you want to display yourself both online and offline uh, as a brand? Yeah, no, I thought it was really, really big. I thought that for a while now, it, I mean, what we do is, is work. We are privileged enough to get our school paid for, as I said earlier, but there's still, I think like for the countless hours that we put in that you can consider us overtime, I think NIL benefits from there. Like how I, how I um, view it is like the 40 hours that we put in in a week, right. That covers what our scholarship is going to get us to get our degree and such. But we all know that we don't put in just 40 hours during the week. So, you know, the NIL is essentially right. The overtime pay or whatever the case is. And if you utilize that correctly, one, I think, a, you can get better, like overall, community wise, you know, brand wise. And then, I mean, too, yeah, monetarily at the end of the day, you'll be able to help yourself out. But I think like being able to build the brand that then, you know, you can connect with so many different people out in the country. I think it's really big and essentially just validates all the overtime work that you put in that some people might not see behind the scenes. Yeah. No, it's spot on. It's so true. And I think, you know, only, you know, the student athlete can see how much work they're putting in. There's so many behind the scenes that people don't know about. And it's like now to fairly get compensated to actually go and connect with these different brands and, and be able to just build your own, you know, with, within this whole ecosystem and, and take advantage of that. It, there's just so many, you know, endless opportunities out there to do that. Um, and I think another thing, you know, it's just the sports tech space, you know, working with us at Burst, but really seeing that sports tech is such a growing sector now. You know, what are your thoughts on having some initial success so far with us, but now seeing that there's so many different technologies being looped in uh, to the whole sports world? Yeah. One of my thoughts are is I think that it's overall like endless, the possibilities of like what can happen because taking it away from sports in general, tech like grows like crazy. I be, Living in Austin, like we drop like Tesla, Apple, Google all comes in like so fast. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we can't drive anywhere now because we have so many people like. So just imagine that and then meshing it with a worldwide thing like sports. 
because like I take a course right now. It's essentially like sports around the world, right? And like seeing its grasp there and then understanding the aspect of like technology, like right. it's so crazy the things that we can do and like now having the space to be able to work in that, it's really exciting the possibilities. And I feel like working with Burst just right now, we just barely scratched the surface. So like imagine the things that we can do moving forward. 100%. No, I love it, man. I love it. We're very grateful to have you part of the family. And, uh, you know, I think kind of, you know, very a little bit off of just, you know, what are some of, when you do have some free time in your hands, you know, what were some of your, you know, hobbies or passions that you do enjoy, you know, in your free time when you have some time on your hands? Yeah, definitely biggest one is hanging out with my friends. Cause I think like as much as it's seen, like I see him at football and whatever but i also made a lot of friends outside of football so just going to hang out with them i cherish you know the friendships i have at all the places that i've been um another thing is uh, hang out with my dog a lot and you know uh i'd say those are the most you know outward things that i do other than that i just kind of just chill hang out with my girlfriend and such so that's about it that's awesome what, what kind of dog you have I have a Rottweiler mix. She's like 70% Rottweiler, 30% mutt. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And, and, I, and I think it's nice to just be able to to de-stress and, de, you know, kind of just focus on things that they're not maybe football or academics. You can really um, be clear-headed when you have intention and what you want to accomplish with your goals. Um, what's kind of like your biggest vision right now, you know, with your career, you know, whether it's with football or even after that, what's something that you're really striving for, you know, with this year? Yeah. Um, See, I I like to plan out things like way far and ahead. And I think it all comes in whatever path of like how the next season goes, you know. Really, I just take it a day at a time because yeah. if you can't get the first day, then you can't get the bigger over picture. But, um, you know, hopefully things go well this year. And, you know, I declare for the draft and those things work out for me. And I play football for as long as my body can handle it right not as long as I, I want to because I could be forever but as long as my body can handle it and from there I think the goal would be to come back and coach football give back to those like through all my experience um while also you know doing a little real estate right now myself so um that would probably be what I'd want to do if you know football is the thing I go with but if not I want to work in the sports realm type like partnerships um like not an agent to an aspect maybe an agent if i decided to go back to law school understand the whole shebang but like more of the partnership side bridging athletes with uh or bridging teams with big partnerships like at&t and such to who you know promotes march madness and on that side of things so i'm sp- still in sports but more of the business realm more I want to be administ- like an administrative role in that aspect. So get hiring the people and working with them to be able to do those types of things. That's what I, that's what I'm kind of striving for right now. I'm getting my master's of sports management here at um, Tennessee and I was halfway done with my MBA at BYU. So hopefully I'll look to go back and finish that also so I can get a full well-rounded approach on everything that's going on. Incredible, man. You got a lot of great things and on the right track, do so much awesome things in your career and, and even after. So I think, you know, be, be happy and, and proud of what you're doing so far. It's awesome. And um, I know you said a little bit earlier, you're going to do like camps and stuff at Tennessee and help out with that community. We'll kind of wrap things up here, but what's really um, 
what are some things that you really want to do or if you haven't done yet of giving back, uh, to whether it's your community here in Tennessee or even back home um, and really impacting the youth? Um, it's actually, I'd say it's more not just youth related, but so my mom is Ukrainian and my sister is Ukrainian. And, you know, the biggest thing that I wish that I could do with like my platform is maybe be able to, you know, help out, you know, Ukraine and such with whatever that may be, that could be clothing drive, donating money, food, whatever that is to help them over there. Because, um, you know, it's a tumultuous time over there and it's just super hard for everybody that's dealing with that stuff over there. So I think that's the biggest thing that I'd probably want to do. I wanted to start that something like that at BYU and we're going to get the groundwork going, but I ultimately did decide to leave um, to find a better, you know, overall environment for myself. So that's one thing that I'd like to, you know, start back up and maybe, you know, finalize this time. That's incredible. Well, if there's anything we can do to help out, we would love to. And, and so you said your mother and sister are both Ukrainian. Yes, they are. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think that's such a, um, awesome mission to be able to, to go after, right. To get back and, and do things at a huge scale with your platform and really be able to positively impact, um, you know, the people you know, that are in Ukraine dealing with all that stuff over there. Um, you know, kind of wrapping this up, Gabe, you know, what are three pieces of advice or lessons that you would give back to the next generation and uh, the people that look up to you, uh, if there are any skills or advice that you would give to them? Yeah. One, I'd say just keep your head on your shoulders definitely think that um, if you have a path in a direction, there's going to be bumps in the road regardless. But if you're able to just keep striving for that path, your goal will be all good. This is going to sound funny, but if you want to play college sports, maintain like your grades. That means in high school and when you get to college, because I've, I've known countless amounts of people that, um, you know, have kind of just washed those dreams down the drain uh, because they decided not to, do that and i think that it's not hard i'm in my personal opinion to just you know barely pass so just like if that's what you need to do to be able to get by because everybody learns differently then do that but just give yourself the chance or the opportunity to you know play at the next level or you know graduate with your degree and i think the third thing is just build a strong support system so you, you know you have the confidence to get through whatever you're going through, if it's on the field, in the classroom, personally, at home. But if you have a strong enough support system, you know, utilize the resources. If you don't have one, if you go to your university to have the resources to help you build that, you know, utilize those also. And at the end of the day, the people that I think recruited you to wherever you're going to go or the people that are in your hometown, like they do have the best interest for you. So they would never want to see anything harmful happen to you. So utilize what you got and it'll help build the confidence to be able to reach the next goal that you have. I love it. I love it, man. Just to recap everything you said there, you said, number one, you know, always keep your head on your shoulders um, and then have that direction to keep moving forward. And, and two, you know, and you said, maintain your grades and then stay within academics so to succeed. And, um, you know, number three, build a strong support system, you know, whether it's, you know, mentors, friends, resources at the university, um, and, and I think all three of those are important lessons, you know, to, that the youth can can use, right, and utilize. Um, so that's wrapping up, you know, our podcast here, Gabe Judy, episode number 33 of the Next Generation of Superstars. Make sure to follow him all over social media and, and look out for his upcoming season in the fall. We appreciate you for being on the show, man. Thank you. I appreciate it.